there. I'm Josh. And I'm Jade. And on this episode of Our Taste is Trash, we review the controversial film, Don't Worry Darling, discuss the season finale of She-Hulk, and talk recent celebrity deaths. So remember to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen. Stick around. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome back to another episode of Our Taste is Trash. I'm Josh. And I'm Jade. Jade? Can we start off with the sad news? Oh, yeah. There, There are two people, and you tell me which one deserves more. I think I know, but Angela Lansbury died. Oh my God, so yeah. tragic. Now, did you immediately think Murder, She Wrote or <laughs> the teapot from Beauty and the Beast? Uh, probably Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think it's because of my age. I, my grandparents watched Murder, She Wrote. Um, I watched it really? at like 3 a.m. I mean, as I, a child. I, I watched it as a child, but because it was because my grandparents were watching it like no. i watched it with them for me it was like she was always in the typewriter she was always well yeah well because yeah. so i had like a little teeny tiny vhs combo like <sighs> tv in yes. my room at my dad's house and i never slept as a kid i've always been an insomniac and so like you know like i like late at night they just have like reruns oh, that yeah. play and i think it was like tv land or something of course it was yeah that would just like play murder she wrote like multiple episodes like really late at night before this was like this was like back when like channels would just stop and oh, turn into snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they, uh, <laughs> some of the channels, even when I was a kid, like would still do like the national anthem and then like sign off. Like they have the sign off bars. Oh my you god, you remember that? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, yeah. So like, and I just I remember I would watch them because it was so wholesome and it was like murder mystery yeah. and yeah, it was great. It was great. But I I think because my grandparents watched Murder She Wrote. The first time I really associated her with something outside that material mm-hmm. was the Beauty and the Beast '95. When I think oh, it was yeah. '95, I think so. Uh, some, yeah, somewhere Ms. in the '90s. Mrs. Teapot, and she played Mrs. Teapot, and like that's what I always associated oh, her with. But she did a lot of Broadway. Wasn't she in like Mary Poppins too. Was she? I know that she's um going to be in the new Knives Out two sequel, <gasps> Glass she, Onion. Oh, is that going to be her last movie? I think so. Oh, I. This is going to be sad, Jade. I didn't even know she was still alive. I thought she had died a couple years ago. <laughs> oh my God, Josh! I didn't know she was alive. Like I didn't. Jesus. I mean, she was ninety six. She was wow. ninety six years old. Like, I mean, good for her. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. great. I mean, you know, yeah. like she she could have been Betty White a legacy. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I hope um, we don't. I hope we don't find out that she was like racist or racist. something. Yeah, yeah like, like that would be sad. Uh, you know, she won six Tony Awards. God, right. That's incredible, to right. be honest. I six. Is I a knew lot. she did a lot of Broadway, but yeah. I, I didn't realize she was that. That like well great. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, we're we're sad. We're sad. Yeah, but I think because Pers- a little bit. Yeah, more personal. Robbie Coltrane, Coltrane Hagrid from you know, Harry Potter. Did you watch the the reunion show that they had a little while ago? Yes, on HBO. And you you saw his interview, right? In yeah. That? I was like. I remember watching that because that was two years ago and going, oh, my God, he's so old. Like, he's he's definitely going to die. Like, I remember oh watching. No, but like, <laughs> he's only 72. But he did, but do you remember his interview, though? Like, he just looked compared, he did. compared to a lot yeah. of that other cast. He looks sickly. Like, he was like 
getting old and I was like, oh no, like not, not, not Hagrid. Like don't, don't go. Yeah. Then, he did uh, look a little sad. Uh, I will say though, you should watch one of the most chaotic and insane movies that he's ever done. A 2009 film called Gooby. What? I don't think I've heard of this. It is so bad, but at the same time, <laughs> so good, so insane. It's like basically he plays this like teddy bear that becomes alive, but it's Robbie Coltrane, so he's like ginormous, and um, it's really terrifying. Oh my god! And- you show me a picture right now. <laughs> what is, is? Is that like a? Ba- is he play the bear? Is that a yes. bear? No, yeah, that's him. He's like this bear, but he's also like really like fucked up. So oh it's, like, my god! Weird to see this like what's supposed to be like a sweet teddy bear like come to life, but he's like a full that's- grown man like being pervy and weird. And thank you for the. It's nightmares. got Eugene Levy in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll watch anything with Eugene Levy in it pretty much. So, you know, just, just a throwback, uh, one of Robbie Coltrane's best works besides Hagrid as Gooby. Oh, God. You know, there's so much celebrity news this year, uh, this year, this week. Uh, maybe just briefly hit on some of the highlights. Like, mm. I, I seem to not be able to go anywhere on Twitter or TikTok without hearing about, well, can we, do we still call him Kanye? Or is it Yay? I believe he wants to go by Yay now. Is it Yay or Yay? It's Y-E, yay. right? It's Yay? Yay, Kanye. Ugh. Yeah. He's just off the rails, he, right? Like, he, it's, yeah, because he's, he's like Yeezy, but it's yay. This is one of those situations where it's so bad that I always question, is this is this a person who is actually sick or is this a stuff? No, Josh, he has literally lost his fucking mind. Like, you think so? Like, okay, you, really. you cannot tell me that there's not fucked up shit happening at his Donda school. Oh, like, not... Which I, I don't think okay. we need enough time to talk about that, but that... Yes, but between con- that, so, so the way that he... has a cult. If yeah. you don't know this out there, he literally has a cult. Yeah. That's a school that... He calls it a school, but like... It's, it's, it's a cult. So it's, it's insanely expensive. You have to sign NDAs to send your child there. Yes. Like, what the fuck? Then the, their uniforms are the Yeezy clothes, which are ungodly expensive yes. for literal just sweatpants you could buy at Walmart. And white t-shirts. Yeah, stupid. Um, And then, like, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's very religious. And he, cause he has that, like, church, too, that, like, Justin Bieber's oh. a part of that's also very culty. And then the way that he, like, Red flags. publicly attacks, like... Kim and then the way that he has like controlled her like image and the way that she dresses and he does try to do the same thing to Julia Fox like it's he's he's been doing that I mean lashing out at Kim and things but like there's also was the he wore the White White Lives Lives Matter Matter shirt with Candace Owens he's tweeted out anti-Semitic things even though he's claimed they're not anti-Semitic he's a Trumper too he is we knew that before he also he lashed out at Justin Bieber on Twitter Oh my god! And what what else? He, I feel like I'm missing two or three things. Like it's just every time I turn around, there's something about Kanye. He's gone off the fucking rails. Right, yay! And apparently, he also lost his shit when like Kim called him a rapper, and he was like, "I am so much more than that. You, how dare you reduce me to just being a rapper?" I'm like, "But that's." Where are you? That's yeah. what you do. That's where you came from. Like, you just released an album recently. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know what's going on there. It, it's... Needs medical He needs I, medical help. Maybe. It's just... It's, I'm afraid for know. his children. I've never really liked... I don't think I've liked Kanye since... Not that I love Taylor Swift. I mean, I'm sorry for all the Swifties out there. But, like, since the incident with Taylor Swift at yeah. the awards. like I Because that was the first time he just kind of showed his true colors yeah. a little bit. That, like, he's just really disrespectful. Like I think I just hate rich people and the fact that they just get away with doing things. I just... Well, it's yeah. not even... That. He didn't really get away with it. I mean, he got he his shit handed to him a little bit because of that. But the thing is, is, he like... Got, it, it's like that quote from Inglorious Bastards. He got 
yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been chewed no, he got chewed out. Yeah. He's been she, chewed, out, been chewed out, before. out before. It's fine. Like nothing actually happened. Yeah. You know? But it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like Will I mean not that Will Smith was great with what he did, but it wasn't like that situation where he yeah. literally got blacklisted, like you know. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I don't know. For me personally, I liked Kanye's music, Eight Awaits and Heartbreaks is still my favorite album from him, but like I've never really been a fan. I'll be honest. I've never But the thing is past that album, to me yeah. personally, I just don't think the fact that he called himself the greatest rapper of all time is truly asinine. I mean, I'm sorry, but there's like a hand. I hate anyone that does that. Like, honestly, I'm like, the greatest rapper of all time. You don't. No one can. But the thing is, is l- listen to his lyrics. I'm like, I'm sorry, but there's better lyricists, people who create better beats, cre- people who can actually like actually freestyle the rap. The only person who I've ever respected as a celebrity who has said they're the best of all time is Muhammad Ali. Well, yeah. Because he literally was yeah. the best, and he proved that time and yeah. time again. And people also agreed, literally, like, people have to tell you that you're the best. Like, when you're an yeah, artist yeah, yeah. or an yeah. athlete, like, you do your best, and people decide. But we all know Serena Williams is the GOAT. Oh, She's the greatest of all time. Oh, Not even a female athlete. Go- athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Not Tiger Woods? <laughs> I'm sorry. She still has won more professional yes. no, competitions. I, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm any, not here arguing with you, Jade. Any athlete. I'm not here arguing. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna make yeah. the incel argument. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about incels later in the, on the show. We will. Also, we will. Jade. One. I, I. This hurts me a little bit. Not hurts me because I don't know the details. So he's probably a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But like, do you know Cuba Gooding Jr. was in court this last week <laughs> because he took a plea deal in. Some sexual abuse. I think I think it had to do with like Jesus for, Christ. forcibly touching. I don't know the details, but like it sounds like he grabbed a waitress or ended up in some situation where uh, like yeah, no, I don't know. I, but you know what this, this is a really sad thing is, is I'm truly not surprised with Cuba. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think there's a handful of actors that I. I'm just wishy-washy of like, I just don't know if they're a good person. There's some that I'm like, yeah. I would be hard pressed to find that they're a terrible person. Oh, like if like, yeah, what, uh, I was thinking of Gandalf, uh, Ian. Uh, oh, Ian McKellen. Ian McK- if someone came out and told me that Ian McKellen. Did something. Was bet, I would be crushed. Yeah. I would be. Right. Like your heart would be broken. I would be, be like, like, oh my God. Great, like someone told me like Chris Evans. Like if, if someone ever came out, like, I don't know, he's dead now, but like if someone was like Alan Rickman, he actually was trash. Yeah. I'd be like, no. Like you're, you're no, crushed. No, yeah. no. Cuba. Not I'm I'm sorry for any women that he's hurt, but like I'm not crushed that he. Unfortunately, like I just am not surprised. Yeah. I was just, oh, sorry. I'm just thinking of more names where I'd be crushed. What was uh, <laughs> what's a uh, what's a uh, deep voice? Um, uh, Patrick. Warburton? No, 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 no. Uh, Black. Um, Kevin. He's old now. Wait. He he's played the voice of God. Oh, times. oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. I thought I would say Keith David. No, no, Morgan Freeman. Could you imagine? But Keith David, could, I would also be. Could really you imagine upset. if? If Morgan there was a story, Freeman. would you even believe it? If there was a story that came out and was like Morgan Freeman, yeah, it, oh. I don't know. I can I can see it. I, Listen, is it good? Listen, I don't know. I, I could kind of see it from Morgan. Freeman. That would hurt. That would hurt me. If it was like, Keith David, that would be like, I would be crushed. That would be like a family. You know, member. he's like, the voice of like, like. Yeah, you know what I'm talking I, about. I, I think I, I think I know who you're talking about. Oh my god! Uh, now we're just naming off people that like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like just so, random. Cuba, names. you're not even uh, relevant enough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cuba, you're not even relevant enough to have your own story. Like, I mean, sorry. but, but, yeah. I mean, what, what, name well, the last movie that you've well, seen him in. That's, yeah. 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 I mm-hmm. mean, Snow Dogs just derailed his entire, <laughs> his entire career. It's always one, radio. One last news thing that I'm a little bit excited about, even though I didn't buy tickets to it, a little mm. off topic. Okay. Blink 182 is getting back together. <gasps> 
Shut your fucking you didn't know mouth. This? How did I not know? They got back together. They just launched. They launched. I'm a new tour. But they're going. They're coming to Tampa, July 2023. Tickets are ridiculously Is expensive. Travis gonna bring Courtney. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably the reason why they are going on tour again <laughs> because the Courtney's Kardashians like, pushed them. Like, look, you need to make some money <laughs> to make a, a really good career move. You need to get back together. So they just too. they just launched, had a new single drop. I think they're dropping a new album. And they reunited for the first time in like, what, fucking 10 years or 20 years or some shit like that? Yeah, because and, you know what the last time I saw them was in their separate bands was like Plus 44. Oh, and I think it was like, yeah. were one of them in Angels and Airwaves or no? I don't know. I, I can't, can't remember. remember. I, I, but like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're they're doing a tour in 2023. So they're kind of coming back. Mm-hmm. So obviously you have to go see that. Maybe. It, uh, tickets are like 200 bucks. Two or Jesus 300 bucks. It's stupid. Because like it they were on sale like two or three days ago and like I couldn't get on in time and still I was like, I don't know if I want to pay this much. And then that's insane. now they're like, yeah, they're it's at the Emily. Like that's, they're filling up the Emily with, yeah, it's crazy. Emily? Emily? Is it Emily? Emily. Emily? Emily. No. Why do you say Emily? It's Emily. It's Emily. I don't know about this. Um. Weekly Watches. Let's talk about some TV <laughs> So, this week, two big finales. Oh, one big finale, one kind of One not really that, yeah. She-Hulk. I know this is just a Ugh. segment. I can't stop. Jade. Jade. Okay. We can't, we can't give Jade. spoilers. I thought. I, I didn't think this, but mm-hmm. like, I knew they were going to bring it for the finale. But they just went so hard. Like Josh, they did not have to go the direction that they went. And, and I they did. am so fucking glad that they did. It proves to me exactly what we've been talking about this entire time. That this show is so much more clever and so much more beyond the MCU than I think like anyone even like Jade, knows. I'm ready to make a sweeping declaration oh. on the show. Oh my god, okay. It is the best show on Disney Plus. Oh my god. The best say, show. It, to me, not, not even close. It's like the best anything. Marvel show they've come out with. Mandalorian, yet. step aside. Oh. Loki, goodbye. Like even even WandaVision. Yes. Very close, but this show knows what it is. Exactly. And it stands alone. Like yeah. no one has done this in the Marvel universe. This is what I tell. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I want. Not just in Marvel series. This is what I want in Marvel movies. Like, yes. we get so much of the same. And, and this show pokes fun at it. It, yeah. it says well, these movies are formulas. These are yes. literal, like, we know what the audience wants and we're trying to make everyone happy. This show doesn't do that. Right. This show goes, I know my audience. Mm-hmm. I know the audience I want. Yeah. And I'm giving them exactly what they want. Right. It's that thing of like, like we're here to piss people off. Because 100%. the fact of the matter is, is, we're not going to apologize for being who we are and the message we're trying to send. And those who don't like us, like, you're sorry. But- I don't know that I've ever watched a movie or show that is as self-aware of itself yeah. as this show. Oh, my God. I mean, like there are shows I feel like that years later become like maybe cult classics and then they do sequels Mm -hmm. and become aware of themselves later on, Mm -hmm. you know, of what they are or what they meant to culture. This is one of those very, very rare shows that I I can't even think of a comparison to off the top of my head that knew what knew what it was when it set out to make this show yeah and made no apologies for it and i love it and oh I, my God. I want then i want seven seasons of this well i was just grateful when literally at the end she talked about a season two and i was like okay so we yeah. are gonna get a season yes. two I, like, I was so excited thank you god think and thank god for a minute i thought they were gonna try and make a fucking movie or something and i'm like please don't if they try to make a movie out of this it will be 
horrible. Oh my god! Absolutely. A theatrical. I mean, who no. knows? We may see her or some of the other characters. Oh, that would be great in other MCU oh, films. If she but, showed up in Avengers yeah, yeah. or fucking like uh, or something. Uh, 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 what am I thinking? One of the collaboration ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking great. That'd be yeah. fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe they spend more money on her. Uh, you know the the oh, graphics. That, Josh. <laughs> There, sorry, I don't want to give away too much. But you, you can tell this part. I think okay, that could okay, be yeah, a yeah. Basically, at one point, though, she she becomes self-aware of the, like, CGI. And basically, there's a discussion about how expensive it is to make her <laughs> She-Hulk. So she has to transform off camera. <laughs> off camera. So they don't have <laughs> And to- then also she has to become Jen because they don't want to keep paying to keep her as She-Hulk. Well, they literally say there's in this conversation that's going on, they go, um... Yeah, so if you could become Jen off camera because the graphics team has moved on to other projects. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, yes. yes. And I was like, oh, the fact we that all they... all knew. Yeah, because yeah. that was the biggest complaint was that the CGI of She-Hulk doesn't look good. And that to that, I agreed. But I was like, I can look past it because sure. the source, like the story and the material story is so, so good. good. And I was like, I'm not that stressed about the CGI because that's not what I came here for. But like the fact that they even addressed that part, I was like, ugh. Brilliant. It, this Chef's is like kiss. this is close to I think maybe not as chaotic, but what is the uh, I'm trying to think of the the artist. Uh, he's played he's played in a movie by Jim Carrey in Man in the Moon. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Um, yes. What is his name? Um, he, he was like uh, it will it'll come to me as we're talking here, but <laughs> he was kind of like this uh, from the what 70s and 80s is kind of chaotic yeah like video creator that what reminds me of that scene is where he jim carrey is like as playing him is like oh we're gonna cut the static here and that's gonna freak the audience out and they're gonna think there's something wrong with their tv set yes they literally do meta moments like that yeah. in the show and i'm uh, like when they did the pause so there's a screen mm-hmm. where they literally do a pause screen in this episode to stop the action and it comes up to the disney plus pause screen yeah and it's uh, like i was like so oh, I, meta the most so I was show. like screaming yeah. and like I literally so I was like watching this like, I texted Josh and I was like have you seen the finale yet because I, like, no. I was like we have to talk about this, I knew this the moment. exact moment I knew yep. that exact when I watched it I was like this is the moment that Jade was like oh my god we have to talk about this because yeah. <laughs> I was like I, I'm gonna freak the fuck out but yeah no, so again if you have not been watching the show God watch it now watch, it now. watch it now it is if this doesn't come up for awards travesty Honestly, travesty seriously like, I can't understand why it wouldn't be up for awards. No. I mean. And honestly, like, I feel like after this finale, finale, I think more and more people are going to be talking about this show. And, like, it's going to become more and more of a discussion of what this new era of superhero films are and about kind of, like, what are we looking for in these characters and the storylines like people shit on you know phase three and four of the mcu which i have my own gripes about it for sure sure. but i do agree that like we are in a new era with new types of heroes and new types of stories where we're kind of going away from that typical like i'm just the bad guy and that's it i'm a bad guy we're going to more nuance more more in-depth characters more in-depth stories of not just i want to take over the world but more like you know i loved killmonger as a villain mm. and uh black panther because yeah his wasn't this i'm just a bad guy he's like i want to take our culture back and that was such a complex ki- like issue and complex character like ugh, i'm just i'm excited no it, it is great i mean just and just the incorporation i've never been more excited in a show for guest appearances like oh my god most of yeah. the time guest appearances they, they've gotten to a point in most Marvel movies and even shows where it's just like, oh, 
of course we have to have Spider-Man here because yeah. he's going to tie into the next movie. And they're like, here's yeah. the... It's it literally like um, most of the time now when I'm watching a Marvel movie, when they have those tie-ins, mm-hmm. I'm like, here's the tie-in scene. We yeah. had to insert this and it doesn't... Re- it fits so awkwardly in with the rest of the stuff. And I think right. that's what was great is that you had characters that, yes... We'll go on to do more things mm-hmm. shortly, but there was no, at least to my knowledge, yeah. no direct like, oh, we're inserting, jamming like this a, character yeah. into this show Although, so that we can have a, you know, a continuation. I did love the last scene with the Benedict Wong when he enters and he's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm doing my rounds, basically like saying he's a, a cameo in every other Marvel film and show. And yeah. I was just like, God damn. Also, why did we not bring back? What was the character for two episodes that was with him? Uh, oh, Madison. Ma- where's Madison? She's not back for season what? two. I will riot. I was. That was the only gripe. The one just. We just needed more Madison. Our, I needed Madison in the finale. Listen, Why did we not get Madison the, in the finale? The amount of TikToks that came out after that episode, I was like, this is a character you cannot throw away. They should have. I, I they should have brought her back for the finale. So I thought when Wong showed up to get uh, the abomination, I thought, I thought Madison was going to be right behind him, and I was like, why? Why? She should have been. She should have been. been. That that was their mistake. That was, they should have done that. That was the a only miss on their part. I will say, I love the fact, and I hope that she gets more recognition and even more parts. Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. For this role, outstanding to the point where I couldn't yes. imagine anyone Listen, else doing this role. She's a multi Emmy winning actress. Oh yeah. Like for Orphan Black again. I think I've said this. But before, I feel like she's like, a type of actress though that yeah. like if you were to say, hey, this is this actress, she's great. People go. Oh, I've people seen don't her know. In something. Yeah, unless I've seen her, you've literally yeah. watched Orphan Black, I don't think you know who Tatiana Maslany is, like casually. Yeah. Um, because I think she's like kind of the under the radar. She doesn't really just pick up, I think, any role. I think mm-hmm. she's very smart about the roles that she picks. And I think she's Canadian too, right? I think so. Which And I mean, she was also a child actor, right? Like she I think, was in, yeah, I think she, she started very stuff. young. I, I'm trying to think of a movie she was in, but I, I know I've seen her in stuff younger. Yeah. I just can't think of it off the top but of my head. But she's one that I think is not going to be thrust into a whole new level of film and television I after hope this. so. Because she deserves it. After this, she outstanding. absolutely does. Like, oh my God, have you seen the behind the scenes, though, of um, her in like the mocap suit? And, oh, no. Oh, my God. There's this one video. So I've been following all the actors on TikTok, and yeah. they do these amazing amazing behind the scenes and it was basically like this scene where it's you know they do all the sound and everything yeah over so it's dead silent and they're all supposed to be like booty shaking and twerking in the barn and it's like her in her mocap suit and they're all like like yelling they're like not actually yelling yeah. so it's like this fake and it's the most bizarre insane moment and she has like this little foam green head on top of like her head amazing and i was like god brilliant to be on set i would have i love it chaos yeah <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I guess we can't, though, leave this section without talking about Bad Sisters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean... We finally got the finale to the show. I, I, I'll i let you start, because I think <laughs> I have more negative things to say about the show than you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, Bad Sisters, uh, Apple TV Plus show. It takes... You know, it's Irish. Uh, basically, there's these five sisters. One of them is married to this prick of a husband called John Paul. And Ugh. basically, the entire series is about how the sisters are trying to kill him. Yes. And they also reflect on what he's done personally to each and every sister to make them want to kill him. So we finally got to the finale where they revealed who killed him, how, and why. Um, And it was exactly what I thought it was. So I was correct in that aspect. But I will say I, I agree with Josh on some of his negative harps where some of it did fall flat in terms of like, 
who the antagonists were, which are the two insurance guys. It kind of just felt like that wrapped up too neatly. And that yes. should have been like my understanding is. So basically, these guys are investigating it for murder because they don't want to pay out the insurance claim because they don't have the money to do it. So in the end, because they're committing literal fraud, it's fraud. Yeah. So in the end, basically, the girls drop the claim. So they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have to do it. I'm like, OK, but don't you have other clients? And like, if they die, don't you have to go through the same thing? They have a drawer yes. full of uh, just claims that they're collecting premiums money on. Yes, so and I'm like, not filing. Yeah. So eventually, someone else is going to die or ask a question, and what are they going to do? The same shit. They, I'm so confused everyone's about, not been murdered. Like, did their dad just pocket this one account's no. money, or is it no, all they, of them? There was one conversation where he so made I that clear, where there were it's there everyone. were multiple. It wasn't everyone, but there oh, were okay. multiple yeah. accounts where so he was I'm literally. Like, how are you going to yeah. resolve all of that? Like they got they're lucky not. this one time. They're going to go to jail. I, Oh my god! They're gonna go. They're gonna, yeah. Both of them are trash. That part bothered me. And and Jade. Yeah. Let me just say, even if the insurance person had caught me red-handed murdering that person, I would literally look them straight in the eye and say, "Prove, Prove it. it in court," because I don't know what Irish law Thank is. You. Yeah. But these insurance guys literally they trespassed so multiple of, times. Yeah. They stole things. They, they illegally they never, got her signature to exhume the body. 100%. They would never, ever be able to prove their claim. If no. you, I mean, yeah, you'd be tied up in court for years. I never would have withdrawn that claim. Never. I would have been like, you're going to have to like, take me to court. Luck. Best of luck. Yeah. I'm Pay me my money. Like, trash. Also, yeah. skip ahead because I need to talk about this one part. Okay. I need to ask you, Jade. As a woman, uh-huh. some thoughts here because I know I know your stance when it comes to like assault mm-hmm. and things, violence against women in TV shows. Yeah, I felt the way they handled a certain situation in this film, mm-hmm. which is technically they they reveal. Yes, one of the sisters was raped by the John the husband, Paul. Yeah, I felt like that was completely throwaway storyline. Yeah. And I felt like the way it was handled and just swept under the rug was complete trash no. and was not needed I in context of the story. I think that reveal felt so like just thrown in there yeah. almost for like shock value because I was like, this is something like we've spent what, like 10 episodes, 10 episodes never the, brought yeah. up. And the sister that I happened to, I felt like there was so much tension and there were so many chances. Like I think she could have easily revealed that to her friend at yes. that one point when, you know, they were going through this shit. And I was like, that would have been a great moment to explain that. And then for it to also be the catalyst as to, why he got murdered that also upset me because i felt like that that was more for that sister like what she was going through versus like what the person who killed him was going through and i felt like that was just not that should not have been the reason and i don't know i yeah and i agree it wasn't handled well because we never really dove into it after it was this very quick moment of like Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I wish we would have known. Why didn't you tell us? And, they and then it was just like, resolve it. Like it was like someone yeah, got I like don't know glossed over again. Yeah. And I was like, that's a massive reveal. Massive. And not only that, but we learned earlier on that she basically had a mental breakdown and had to get help for it. Yes. And like the fact that like none of them were like, oh, that was obviously a huge part of that so like clearly this is something that maybe you have kind of worked through but not fully, not fully. because she had to see him all the time and she worked with him yeah, that that I, made all those scenes all the much worse oh like all the scenes in the past that was that, yes. that much worse yeah but also you know i i hate saying this all the time but like just another technical thing about this show i didn't need full one hour episodes 
in this yeah. to be. I, I could have been fine with 30. And I, I think agree. they could have done they okay They've cut with out 30. a lot yeah. and been okay with 30-minute episodes. I, I agree on that aspect, too. Because, but, you know, it, it eventually you you knew that every episode you weren't going to find out who the killer was. Yeah. You weren't going to find out to the finale. So it kind of felt like you're just wasting a little bit of time. But overall, I did enjoy the story. I did enjoy yeah. the chase and the kind of like the do-do-do-do, like whodunit. <laughs> but... Um, she yeah. hulked definitely better. <laughs> oh, I mean, for sure. Movie review. First look. Jade, mm-hmm. let's take a first look at oh, the movie oh. we were supposed to watch two weeks ago. Yes. And I'm so excited that we did watch it. I'm going to come up with my opinion first because I'm going to be the incel man in this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jade, I could not watch this movie without thinking every time he was on scene, that Harry Styles should have been Shia LaBeouf. This role, 100%, was written for Shia LaBeouf. Completely understand in terms of, I think Shia definitely would have embodied this role way better. He's a better actor, obviously, because... He is this role. Like, the entire... The 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 character is Shia LaBeouf. The the character is. But, understandably, I know... That he should not have been on this set. Oh, he's a trash person. Like, yeah. I want to separate this. He yeah. is a trash person. I, I, yes. I, I, a trash human being. Yeah. But I do think that in this one singular instance, <laughs> he was vilified when he shouldn't have been because I truly think. Well, this is so much he was vilified. It was just the fact that he was Florence a, didn't feel comfortable working with him because he's an abuser. And I isn't it? Did she though? Yes, because she had to have intimate scenes with him. And I imagine yes. that's not oh. easy knowing that he has but sexually abused women. Didn't Olivia Wilde come out and say that, not Florence Pugh? Yes, but she said that she fired him. That was the drama. It wasn't that. It was Shia had quit, and then he was mad that Olivia was saying that she had fired yeah. him to make Florence comfortable. I will say the one thing I do respect about this one singular situation with Shia LaBeouf is that and I think it truly was. I think this this movie was running up against budget because I don't think they wanted to give them an extended shooting window no. for this movie. And I think Shia, being the crazy actor that he is, said we need to do a lot of rehearsals for some because some of these scenes oh. are very intense. Yes, they and are. I think he was like, we need to. I need a longer rehearsal schedule to capture this and and yeah. work with Florence. Yeah, and I can respect that as a person. Of art, you know, like of him being he, a person of art. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and he I does understand said, the art of film and I, very well. I think they said, fuck you, Shia. We're not giving you more time and working around your schedule, so just deal with it. And I think that's when he said, okay, this is not working out. And then they're like, yeah. oh, we fired him. And I'm like, mm, no. I mean, yes and no. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I mean, so for me, my personal gripe about that specifically is that I don't know why you would replace him with a novice like Harry. 100%. Is if you were going to replace Shia, you should have gotten another seasoned actor who could have embodied this role versus picking a guy who had. So he done against Harry. Like, no, he's a good he actor. He's done Dunkirk before. But, but there's no. Florence acted circles oh, around. This was her movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, spoiler for the next part of this show. I mean, yeah. 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 But um, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. And I think. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more about... Yeah. Any other initial thoughts? I'm sorry, I just dominated the whole part because, you know, this is about... No, <laughs> my, so I'll say my other initial thought would just be, I think this is one of those films that shot itself in the foot with a subpar ending. 
and we'll get into more about the ending <laughs> and for the rest so- of the film. But I think this is what this movie suffers from. And I yes. think this is where the mixed reviews come in. Wait. We're going to get more into this. Yes. Our movie this week, it's Don't Worry Darling. It's in theaters now. We'll be right back. And now, our feature presentation. Right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have a little drink. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. We men, we ask a lot. Can't you see? We ask for strength, <laughs> food at home, a house clean, and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys. At least we know they're getting work done. Welcome to the Victory Project. We're all here because we believe in the mission. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing the world. That's right. What do you think they're really doing out there? What do you mean? The one thing they ask of us is to stay here. Where it's safe. Our movie this week is Don't Worry Darling. It's directed by Olivia Wilde, Mm. who I believe this is her second Yes, movie. Booksmart was uh, the Booksmart first. Booksmart was the first one, uh, which was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. This, of course, should we, do we even give the synopsis of the film or should we just give the uh, drama backstory that's been going on behind the scenes with everyone, it seems like? We could do a little bit of both. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk about the movie first. What so, What is this movie actually about? It says, a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets. Yes. So, so again, another thriller for Florence Pugh, who yeah. has done, you know, Midsommar in the past. Right. And so I guess let's do the drama first. That, <laughs> I mean, yes. I feel like it deserves a recap. Quick we don't have recap. to dive into it. But essentially, Olivia Wilde has been at the center of a lot of controversy when it comes to this film because one was is this when she was cheating with Harry Styles? Yes. Is this when this started? Yeah. On the set? It started on the set. So yeah. she let me get this straight. She broke up with Jason Sudeikis who she has one or two kids with because she was sleeping with Harry Styles when she was making this movie. I think so. Right? Yeah. That's kind of how it started because then they started dating shortly after this Harry and, and yeah. Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one part of the probably the less drama, but really where Olivia stepped in it was she claimed to have fired Shia LaBeouf from the set, who was originally set to play the character Jack, right. who Harry Styles ended up playing, because she was allegedly afraid for Florence's safety mm. with some of these intense sexual scenes and or just i mean really dramatic like there's some really intense moments between harry's jack character and what is florence pugh's character's name alice alice yeah in this film but 
Shia came out on TikTok and other social media platforms and was like, um, no, I actually have voicemails from Olivia pleading with me to stay. Yeah. I didn't stay on this film because I couldn't get rehe- enough rehearsals in and I didn't have enough time to prepare with my schedule and they didn't allow me to. Right. And I just looked, Jade, I think I was right. This only had a $20 million budget. So this yeah, is... it's pretty low. $20 million sounds like a lot of money, but like for film... That's pretty, that's almost independent. I realized, uh, looking at the trivia, I feel like a big part of that was because the two biggest sets that they used, which was the headquarters, is the Volcano House, which is the former owner of the PBS Studios was his house. It's like, yeah. And then also one of the most talked about architectural homes, the Kaufman House, was also used, and that was Frank's house in the film. And I feel like because they use those houses as sets and have to like build a lot of sets, probably other than the actual like yeah. town, I think helped their budget a lot. Probably, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, and then she, Olivia, also kind of backhandedly pissed on Florence Pugh, Ugh. calling her what unprofessional or just not up to stand. I forget what the actual word she used, I think it was but like inexperienced, inexperienced. Or and yeah. so I don't think they have a great working. So basically, it sounded like Olivia burned every bridge in both her personal and professional life. In making this movie. Am I wrong here, Jade? Yeah. Well, I just think there's a lot of missteps because not only that, but she was originally cast as the, she cast herself as the lead. Oh, God. Yeah. So I think from the jump, it was just kind of almost like an ego project. I, yeah. I think she did a smart move in removing herself from the lead 100%. and casting Florence, which I guess she had gotten the idea after watching Midsommar and was like, She's perfect, which I'm like so grateful that she did and realized that. But at the same time, like still acting in the film, directing it, then having an affair with someone on set and then trying to create this PR spin because there's there's definitely still tension on set between Florence and Shia, Shia leaving. And then there was obviously probably still tension between Florence and Harry, knowing that Harry essentially sleeping with a woman who was with someone else, I wouldn't appreciate that. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I guess like, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it was it was all around. It was just not a happy set to be on because so much so much shit was Drama. happening. Yeah. That you're like dealing with and you're like, this is messy. And I don't know what's going on. Like I I hate to criticize in terms of like I love seeing more female directors in Hollywood because that's still for as much as you know, we want to say this is 2022, that's still mm-hmm. kind of a rarity in times. Like, you know, w- whether it be TV or film, but like, I'm sorry, I just think Olivia Wilde, it wasn't just one or two mistakes. It's, and it, it I think all of these mistakes behind the scenes led to this movie not being what it could be. We could, it didn't live up to its full potential. I think this movie could have easily been something that we were talking about in terms of, an Oscar contender or a Golden Globe contender. And I don't think that it is going to get near that amount of attention. And I think deservedly so. Well, and that's the thing is it had that potential, but I just feel like it got lost, not only with the drama and the controversy surrounding it, but the fact that I think in the end, it was almost like, it was like some weird fucking, almost like M. Night Shyamalan wannabe twist thing you know i know it's bad jade is i i don't want to claim just because i have done some very very low budget films before and because i've been to film school but like when someone like me who has a mere fraction of the talent of all the people working on this is mentally editing the movie in my head when i'm watching it i know there's a problem 
You know what I mean? Like there oh, are yeah. literal scenes where I was like, oh, I know what they were going for here. But if they had only done X, Y, and Z, it would have been better. Yes. I was doing that the entire yeah. time. I was like, well, this is what they should have done instead during this scene. Like this would have worked better if they had done this or they should have cut this. 100%. Like I shouldn't be editing the film as I'm watching it. And I think like for me, some of the parts that felt lackluster was the way that they were trying to showcase basically Florence's character coming to terms with the reality that she was in. Yes. So they kept showing these like black and white images of these like women dancing. If I saw those women one more time, Jade, if I saw those fucking women, they the same fucking shot one more time. No I w- sense. No, no sense. It was like this weird like synchronized It should have been a one time thing. thing and that's it. And that it. was it. And then it was like the blood... The, the iris. The blood and the iris I can forget because by the end we find out Wait, essentially. It has something to do with the eye. It has the eye. Yeah. I was okay with that part. It was the fucking. The women dancing. Made no well, sense. And then some of the other moments like where she thought that she was like drowning and the bubbles were going backwards into her mouth. And I was like, okay, where is this coming from? What is this alluding to? And then like the moments where reality was breaking, I couldn't tell if like this was the simulation gone wrong or if this was literally just in her head because. They don't it, explain it. Yeah, like yeah. when the wall's closing in on her. When she, also, like, why did she wrap the saran wrap around her head? Like, yes, it's fine thank you, Jade. when the environment is breaking around her. But why sh- did she herself do that to herself? I didn't get that. Because, like, no. I get I get crushing the eggs. It's never addressed again. That's no. the problem. It's never addressed. Yeah. And speaking of, like, uh, let's just jump to the fucking egg. Here, the trash? Can we? Yeah, I was get, like, let's get, just get the it. trash here? The trash. <laughs> The ending is what I think was the tipping point. I think everything in this movie is forgivable until you get to the end, and that's what has destroyed yes. everyone's you know love for this movie. Yeah, because like it was tense. It was interesting. I was along for the ride. Me too. I was like, Same. okay, I want to know what's going on. This They're, they're building a, a decent amount of suspense. They're keeping yes. us cloaked. So I was like, I'm here for this. When you find out what it is, it's still a good twist. You're still kind of like, okay, oh, okay, this is a little, you know, I, I know it's this, techie, it's, I know the story. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit step for wise meets matrix. hundred percent. But again, I'm like, still not a bad story. Yeah. But the end completely just, it, it was so fucking stupid. So basically spoiler, big spoiler, here. big giant spoiler, yeah. skip ahead. Like, I don't even know how long, a couple minutes. Cause we're yeah. gonna be on this for we're a minute. Mess, but Florence realizes that she's in a simulation. The entire town is a simulation. And her husband uh, basically, like, is this fucking incel person. So in the real world, she's a a surgeon. She makes really good money. He loses his job. He can't get another job. He spends all his days, like, basically on the internet, on these little incel forums, whatever. Can I I take a minute here? Yeah. When he says to her, I didn't know what to do for dinner, so I I just didn't do anything. Look, Jay. Can I say as a husband and as a long person oh who's been in a long time relationship, yeah. have I been in a situation where I've been like, oh, like, what are we doing for dinner? Mm-hmm. I've absolutely done that. Of course. Absolutely. But never once have I been like in a sit that I can think of. I'm sure maybe if you interview some of my exes, maybe I've done this. But like, I don't think I've ever, after someone has done a double shift. 30 hours. 30 hours and gone you weren't here, so I didn't know what to do. And basically, so insinua- I didn't get dinner. In basically insinuating that she should make fucking dinner, and I'm like, yeah, you are out of your fucking yeah. mind, sir. Like it's not like it's not like you both worked thirty hour shifts no. or you both worked twelve hours and you're exhausted and you come home and you're like, I didn't know what to do. Like that's different. Yeah, but you. He doesn't work all day. Unreal. Yeah, unfucking no, real. She literally came home and there was no food, and so because he was like, well, I didn't know what to do for dinner, and I'm like, 
she's been working all fucking day and you couldn't bother to get food and then like there's no hot water for her to take a hot shower and he's like well I called the guy and he said it was gonna come out till tomorrow I almost forget that like which like that's have you ever fine. had to get a repair guy before no it could of be a course pain in the ass. it's like, frustrating I, I mean I wish they had made that a little more like pain in the ass for him but like that was a poorly written situation I feel right like. but you know it's just this it's just this thing of like things are building yeah. up because and he's not doing anything. he's not doing anything yeah. and he just spends all his time on these like and he's like greasy looking like he has like obviously he's not taking taking care of himself either which makes him you know a little uninteresting for her to want to be with she was way too hot for him in the real world oh in the real world it's insane i'm like she's putting up with so much so basically he finds victory which is this program run by chris pine's character that's his alternate reality where you he's basically andrew tate yeah with technology so you basically (laughs) drug your like wife girlfriend or whatever and you create this new reality where she's this perfect stay-at-home wife and or whatever you want her to be yeah but it's really like stepford wives yeah yeah. so like you design this world and so she figures all this out and then you know she gets away from her husband and then it almost like towards the end it seems like maybe the other wives are also becoming self-aware which we never got to see more of that so that was upsetting then you know, as she's escaping. Oh, in, in a car chase. In Jay, a car chase. That lasts forever. Eight minutes too long. Which, by the way, this is virtual reality. I don't know why you couldn't manipulate it yeah. somehow. Why is she in a car chase for like 15 minutes? Yeah, that, like, that it, made no sense. And then it cuts to Chris Pine, who's supposed to be the the, the overarching. The guru. The person that created this world, right? And he's there and it's like, oh, we had this issue. She's escaped. And also he turns around and his wife, played by Jim and Chan, stabs him and is like it's my turn now it's my turn and i was like what the fuck so but we never see anything past that so i'm like we don't get to see was frank in charge the whole time and she was aware and then she decided that she wants control was she the one in control the whole time and then he was just like the never addressed again yeah and then like what does she do now that she's killed her husband because they established that when you die in the virtual reality you die in the real world like the matrix yes (laughs) so i'm like so how is she going to explain in the real world how he's dead like i'm just there's just so no, many things we don't even know what their life is are they rich in right. real life are they exactly. do they own a company like, like what, what is do they the do? reality behind all obviously this. we know he exists in the real world because yeah. he's the he has little jack is listening to him on the internet so yeah. but then ugh, oh another God. part that does it for me is when of course like she's getting away her car breaks down she's running trying to get to the exit blah 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 yeah. there's this touching moment where she's i'm imagining <sighs> envisioning yeah it's just in her him head. holding her jack holding yeah. her and I'm like, why? What? You've already come to this shocking, tragic realization and tried to get away from him and literally murdered him because he has been holding you hostage against your will. Yes. For, we didn't even know how long. Yeah. It could have been years. Well, it could have been a year. Okay, so more. then that brings us back know. to when we see them in the real world because she's been basically under this entire time he has to take care of her physically because her physical body is laying there how does she not have bed sores how are her muscles not atrophied like, how is she eating because they have a tube with ivs like, but yeah. that's that's not sustainable long term no. and how does he have the medical knowledge because she would have to be going? in a coma right like essentially she would have to be placed in a medically yeah. induced coma and then like i it, and the other here's the other thing that's trash about this whole situation. Uh, just we gotta just dig into the from motives. the story. From the story, yeah, we're gonna yeah. spend a lot of time on trash. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Sorry guys. Like this, <laughs> we'll we'll give probably a mediocre rating. As we'll see, I don't want to tease too far ahead. But mm-hmm. like, honestly, the parts of the story that fall apart for me are they quickly give us this insight that Jack is unsatisfied because he doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. He's spending a lot of time essentially just listening to. I'm assuming like white supremacist male dominated like 
crazy shit. Yeah, probably alpha male bullshit. Alpha male bullshit. Yeah. And yeah, like and the Andrew Tates of the world. Ugh. And he's unsatisfied because, again, doesn't have a job, everything else like that. His partner who's putting up with him, yeah. Florence, who Alice, is successful, paying all the bills, yeah. working double shifts to get things done. Yeah. But then in his fantasy that he <laughs> creates that I'm assuming he's paying for. Yes. He, like, in all the sexual scenes, this was bizarre because yeah. it didn't quite play into the narrative and maybe that was the point. Yes, she becomes more of a housewife character that's at home. Like, literally, she dresses up for him, mm-hmm. like, kisses him goodbye in his shirt. They're very every obsessed day. with each other. Very intimate all the time, yeah. waiting for him with a drink when he gets home, cleaning mm-hmm. house. That all fits into the narrative of 50s housewife. Yeah. But whenever they're having sex, in all the sex scenes except for one, mm-hmm. he is always primarily pleasuring her. Yes, yes. I found that very odd because I'm like, why wouldn't you just do this in Thank real you. life? I found that interesting too because he like goes down on her twice and then fingers her another time. And I'm like, so this is all pleasuring her. And I'm like, so if it wasn't about self-gratification, basically having her pleasure you, like, then why wouldn't you just do this in the real world? Like, like, yeah, like, you know, I totally understand. Like in real life, like, like, listen, like I think for most straight men, like pleasuring your partner is an enjoyable part of the experience. Right. But like, this was very much like, and maybe that was his power play. Maybe that was his, his idea. Maybe. Of gratification. But like, the thing maybe is. Maybe that was his thing for her. Like, maybe, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't get that piece of it. But then also what I don't get is him being frustrated about the fact that he's now going to work to, I'm assuming. Oh my God. Pay for. Because they have to live. Pay for their life outside or even, I'm sure there's some kind of cost for the actual program itself. Yes. So now he has a job. Yes. Like now he's Thank getting a job. You. That made me so pissed because he basically complained to her because he was like, the worst part of my day is when I have to leave this fantasy to go work in the real world to support us in the real world. And he's like, and you get to just stay here all day. Basically but saying like, that this was is your choice. Exactly. That was and his then, choice. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, so then he can get a job and he can work so to like, support them. So a, why didn't he do that in the first place? For much cheaper. He could have yes. literally gone and gotten a job cleaned himself up because his oh, character that like he has greasy. it's not even like a matrix thing where like they've recreated themselves in here they're essentially the same person yeah that they are inside so i'm like he could have gotten his hair done yeah shaved gotten a job yeah and pleasured her in real life when she got exactly home. He, even, he even makes di- jade he, he even makes, makes dinner. dinner for her one time yeah, the one time when she gets and, like and i'm like these are all things that he could have done in the real world. Right. This is where the story falls apart for me a little yes. bit. Yes, thank you. Had he been the typical misogynist and had more expectations of her being the perfect wife, would have made more sense. And Jade, not, not to, again, give him the benefit, of <laughs> make him a good person, but, but I could not watch this. I'm telling you, anyone who goes here, I challenge you, if you just picture as you're watching this movie harry styles as shia labeouf you can understand it would have made more sense this movie would have that been so character would have made more sense the character would have made Agreed. way more sense because i think harry was too much the golden boy could the you like perfect jay i want you to picture this for sorry i, I just want yeah. you to picture this for me I, i'm gonna be again i'm being the rude man yeah uh, no obviously. but but uh, tell me your thoughts on the dancing scene with shia labeouf instead of harry styles no it would have been way more i think would have been the creepy intense scene they wanted it to be with shia versus this just kind of bizarre dance that harry did like harry obviously is a performer and so he did it more of like a natural performance level versus i think that scene was meant to be this like intense kind of creepy like building of pressure because had they focused more on the, the taps the like kind of 
frantic, sweaty movements, I think that could have been creepier. You know what it is, too? I just thought about this. Harry, I think unintentionally, because Mm -hmm. he's, I think, just naturally a a more decent person and not a season of an actor. Harry looks people in the eyes. He does. You know what I mean? Like, he looks at you like a person. If you think back to Shia LaBeouf movies, he can do a character that is very, I think, intentionally, but, like, seems unintentional, like shifty-eyed you know what i mean like we, he has that he way has of unnatural- seeing through you as if you're not a person seeing like you're not you, but there he also has this thing that he does where he like doesn't look directly so he'll like look at the ground and it makes you uncut like i can't describe it but like hmm. i'm i there's movies that he's done where he'll kind of like look hmm. at the ground and not directly at people and it makes you feel uncomfortable it makes you feel like you don't trust him yeah. and like yeah i think he would have brought more of that to this character and i think it would have given us that Midsummer vibe that I think they were going for in a way. Yeah, a little bit. You know? Um, for sure. But anyways, the whole thing of like, I, it just, it bothered me so much that essentially he could have just done these same exact things in the real world and that yes. also had to have been a thing. And then also the fact that like, I wanted to see past, I, okay, so they did this thing where they, they fade to black. She touches the thing to exit. They do but the they don't weird- they don't fade to black. Well, they, yeah. yes, they do the typical, it's like the blood, the iris, and the ladies. And then it's like she gasps, and then it's like black. No, they didn't extend the scene. So this is what pissed me off. It was that. But then they showed this odd sequence of her like dancing. Remember? Uh, with with a Jack. And like there were these odd scenes cut in. Like that whole ending scene uh, lasted maybe two minutes in total. Yeah. And then it cut to black. Yeah. And I was like, wrong. Wrong. I'm sorry. And that's the thing is like I didn't get it because I'm like, where like what are we doing? Like where are we going with the story? Because had they didn't just set it up for her to just exit and then it's kind of like, oh well the audience has to come up with what happens after she exits. It's it's still like they left us with so many questions like, did the wise become aware are they awaking in their own right are they awaking in the real world yes what happened we don't with know the character of frank when he died in the real world what's jimmy chan doing is she taking over yep. victory like what's her it's role? like they set it up for a sequel but like there's no sequel yeah being made. and then like bunny when you realize like bunny's been a part of the whole time is it both her and her husband are aware or is she the one that's aware I, and her husband's not? I thought about that, Jade. I yes. really wanted them to explore that. I think that's one of the travesties of this movie. I think yeah. for once, I would have loved to see more Nick Kroll. I would oh have loved God, to see. Yeah. I think he did an excellent dramatic role in this. Creepy. And I think he could have really added to this movie if he had yeah. been given a little more screen time. Yeah, I don't know. I just think there were just so many things that they... I wish they'd explored that. That got left uh, yeah. out. Yeah, because that's the thing is I'm like, well, what do you do if this is a woman who wants to participate yeah. with well, her? Well, because she admits, she's like, I'm doing this because my kids are alive here and they're de- and they're dead. obviously and dead in the real world. Either she did something or something tragic happened yeah. and they died. Well, and my thing is, is she's aware then was this discussion they had as a couple and they yeah. both went in together I, to get I, their kids back? Same. Or was she like, here's an opportunity for you to get my kids back and I'm going to put it my been, husband in. It would have been way creepier if it was that way. Thank you. I would have loved it. Because then it would have been interesting because then it's like, well, then where does he go to work? Yeah. Because the men leave for work. So do they That's create true. a fake job for him for, to go to? Ooh, you know what better. I mean? Uh, yeah, All right. Thank let, you. Let's go through some of the other points here. So do you have any favorite quotes? It's not a very quotable movie, but any favorite mm, quotes for you that you really enjoy? I will say, not exactly favorite, but it's a quote that just gave me the complete ick. Um, and there was a couple of quotes like that. A lot. There's one where Frank basically is telling Florence that he 
like basically she's correct and that she's yes. not hysterical. And so he tells her, I've been waiting for someone like you, someone to challenge me like a good girl. And I was like, <laughs> best line by Chris Pine. Best oh, line because it was, it was it was he played he's been yes. a, he's been a, I like this villain phase of Chris Pine. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like yeah, it. He's I like doing it. a good job. The one that got me that I think any woman who watches even even men understand the power of this word. But the one line that really got me that you could hear it in the audience. We had a, it was a small theater, but you could just hear people go. <sighs> There's she is. I, I believe this is the part where Alice is like really pleading with Jack, and she's like. There's something going on. I'm not crazy. Like, you have to believe me. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to explain all these instances to him. And, like, they start an argument. And at one point, he just stops and goes, please don't get hysterical. <gasps> and, like... Every woman in the theater oh, just went, like, yeah. sucked in. Because yeah. we all know. We all know. Yeah. And it's like, I fucking cannot stand that yeah. word. I cannot stand that word addressed towards women. Mm-hmm. Especially when a woman is being rational. Yeah. But God forbid you just don't believe them or whatever. And it's always... You're hysterical yeah. and you belittle like their emotions and their reactions and speaking of there's another line from frank that also just gave me the absolute ick he's like giving this speech and he's like all of you wives we men we ask a lot we ask for strength food at home a house cleaned and discretion above all else and i was like fucking gross gross, gross. just mm, i don't know yeah. well i'm gonna combine two of our points because i think unless you have anything else jade mm. We usually talk about what's treasure and best performance. But to me, I mean, aside from, I actually did like the overall concept of the story. Yeah, I think it could have gone too. a lot better. There's a lot of movies like that, but like, Florence Pugh. Whole... Yeah. Listen, if all of you have seen Florence Pugin is fucking Black Widow, you need to go immediately watch Midsommar and then go watch this right afterwards. I think people have seen she... her in like Fighting with My Family. Oh, yeah. Probably so. like Little Women. To me, this. This to me is probably one of Florence Pugh's best performances, and I and I hate the fact that it's in this movie. Oh my god! I hate the fact that it's but in you this know movie. What though? This speaks just so much to her as an actress that as trash she as this movie is. was, she still gave it her all, like a hundred percent. Like, yeah. I'm telling even the scenes that she's in with Chris Pine, there is not one scene that she does not dominate. Yeah, she's acting circles around everyone. Everyone, in this even. Film. I mean, there are literal scenes where you have Olivia Wilde, you have Chris Pine, you have Harry Styles, yeah. and all I can see in that scene is Florence Pugh. Yeah. Every time. She's bringing it in every single moment, and she's believable in every moment I mean, of that film. Just the mere range that she has from the suspense mm-hmm. to the just, I mean, sadness to mm-hmm. just terror, happiness. Like, it's creepy, it's terrifying. Like, yeah, I, I, and she's her ability amazing. to like switch on a dime. Too. Oh, like when they're at the dance, she seems yeah. like a little like hesitant, but she seems to be part. She's like, okay, like I'm feeling a little bit better. We're ready to go to this big event thing, and then she's sitting there at the table. And then as Dita Von Tees is doing her strip tease, it's like all of a sudden these things start flashing into Florence's mind, and you just see her face just start to completely crumble, and she just breaks yeah. immediately. And you're like, the fucking transition from her being happy-go-lucky to just like losing her shit. She's the only thing that makes this movie watchable. Oh like my to God, be honest, yeah. like I mean. And again, I think that's part of the reason this movie is not going to get the detention, uh, the detention, the attention (laughs) that it should have deserved because there was no one that acted up to Florence. And if she had had 
is someone else. Like not to again, not to detriment Harry Styles, but like you know what? There needed to be someone to challenge. I'm Florence. sorry. There should have been more scenes with between her and Chris Pine as Frank. Yeah, the villain. Because when they actually did have those very small moments together, yeah, they were amazing. There was tension. There was something eerie about it. The way they held eye contact Mm -hmm. constantly, and I was like, the one scene where they had no lines. The one scene where he walks in on them having sex. Yes, and they just. I was that they, was the most uncomfortable I was eyes. the entire movie. Oh my god, I like cringe. Yeah. But like but the, but it was a good cringe. It was that idea of like this is obviously supposed to make us feel uncomfortable yes. and they did it so well and it was so intense and I was like there should have been more scenes between her and Frank. He should have been more of an actual villain in the story yeah. and we never actually got him Mm-mm. to be a villain. It was just I, the, <sighs> I think that's I think the movie suffered from again behind the scenes drama and from being rushed it yep. felt rushed and absolutely that's it yeah. i mean this, it could have been i think the only thing we're going to see from this movie is potentially i could see this being nominated for a globe not the movie florence pugh's performance oh florence could be nominated. i think it's gonna be nominated for sure i don't know that she'll get an oscar nom but she will de- i i could i could definitely see a globe nom yeah. and maybe a win i don't know it depends uh, yeah i could definitely see a nomination though yeah, um, and she des- she would deserve it, and she would deserve she to win. She does deserve like, it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Despite the film not being the best, I think she still gave an amazing performance, and yeah. so I can't wait to see her more things now. Like I, I hope now this leads to even more. A hundred percent is. I mean, I mean she's it will. already she's already kind of been on the map since Midsommar, but you know, you know what? You, I think because the last thing I'd seen her in again was Black Widow. They did such a shit job with Florence Pugh in that movie. Well, they didn't give her room to do a performance. Yeah. They made her look like absolute trash. Because she's a side character, and then she was Disney-fied. So but I, I think, like, she's she's a really attractive woman. And, like... She looked good. I don't know what you're talking about. In Black Widow? You need to go yes. back and watch that movie. No. I think they tried to make her look like trash. No. Yes. All she has, Josh, is a, is a French braid that's it like i don't what do you mean trash i'm just talking she's like, wearing the way a skin tight suit with a french braid yeah then, what do you mean trash i just trash it's a skin tight suit yeah, what are you talking the about suit doesn't look good oh my god and she doesn't mean she looks like trash i'm i'm compared to this film and midsommar well yeah she's they did in her, they 1950s her silhouettes which are very flattering for a lot of women yeah because so. they're meant to be yeah Maybe. Oh my God, Joshua. Maybe. Anyways, I'm a guy. <laughs> it's stupid. Well, and and as far as performance wise, though, I do agree that in Black Widow, because she one, she's a side character. Yeah, that's true. And as we know in Marvel movies, side characters are not allowed to steal a scene. That is true. So yeah. they obviously weren't going to give her one great lines, two great story, and then like three. I'm sure that they probably tried to reduce a lot of what Florence could bring because. I don't think they wanted that really in-depth performance from her yeah. that she could have brought. I think they wanted surface level because that's what they do. I'm excited. Like, I, I hope that she gets another Midsommar and another, like, real shot at an independent movie that is going to bring her a lot of noms. Well, isn't she doing the movie with, um, uh, what is it, William Coulter, who's uh, supposed to be the new MCU character, um, who's supposed to be, like, the most beautiful man? I, I think because I think well actually I think she's probably Elena then if it's an MCU movie, but probably something like that. I don't I don't see anything on her list right now. She's in a movie called The Wonder. Is that what you're mm. talking about? No, it's no. coming out at the end of this year. Maybe ooh, I'll definitely be watching that now after watching this one film. But um, yeah, oh I she's can't. gonna be in Dune Part Two <gasps> and Oppenheimer. 
Dude, oh, Oppenheimer. That's I, I. I have seen some previews. Yeah, that looks oh, like interesting. Thunderbolts. That's the MCU oh. film. I didn't know she was. I did not know she was in Dune, which I don't think comes out to twenty twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, part two. Uh, I think twenty twenty three. I think it's next year. Ridiculous. We probably this podcast will be over by then. <laughs> 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 anyway, Jade, where do you put this uh, film in terms of rating? <sighs> this is a tough one. To be honest, I'm going to say trash. Oh. Wow. I almost thought shelf, but the fact of the matter is, is like, I don't think I could get through watching this film to get to that ending. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just. I don't. I want to say trash, but I think I'm going to say shelf. And I think the only reason is because of Florence Pugh. If she didn't have the performance she did, but I agree. I think this is a movie that I'll say to people, go watch this for yes. Forrest Pugue. Yeah. But never watch it again and don't expect well, this to be a exact, good movie. That's why I think yeah. I played it as trash. I don't like, know that I would watch this again. So, right. So yeah. for me, it's like, I don't think I'll ever watch this again. Yeah. And even though I still think there's a lot of good things about it, obviously Florence's performance is one of them. Like... I also don't think this is something I'm ever going to like return to yeah. talk, probably talk about again past the controversy. You know what I mean? Like sure. I'm not going to be talking about the film. I'll yeah. always be talking about what happened behind the scenes. So I and, don't know. I'll, I don't know. I'll say this. Uh, don't see it in theaters. Oh my God. Go watch <laughs> it. Uh, when it comes out on one of the streaming platforms. Absolutely. And that was our review of don't worry, darling. Go watch it. I guess. Everyone is acting like I'm crazy. Not crazy. Our life together. We could lose this. I don't trust him. And I don't want to be here anymore. And once again, our movie was Don't Worry Darling. It's currently in theaters, but probably shouldn't go see it just watch there. it on just streaming watch it on just to have an and, opinion uh, on it we, we talked a lot more about that than i thought we had we really had a lot of opinions but yeah we did we did we just, just literally watch it. it like we walked out of the theater so we're, we're came, fresh and yeah well, and yeah we were talking about the whole way even before this because it just there was a lot <laughs> we probably could have gone for two hours oh for sure longer than the actual movie talking about it oh yeah yeah <laughs> but you know what i think we've neglected because i th- i thought this movie was suspenseful and i guess I was hoping it would tie into spooky season like Halloween. So but it was listed as a psychological thriller. Yeah. But it didn't really feel on par. Doesn't Halloween feel like it's really creeping up this year? No. Like, oh, it's just like. Halloween's like coming It's just fast. like here. Like, yeah. I, October just appeared. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting old. Like, I'm like, it just seems like it was January. Like, I blink, oh, a blink of an eye. Yeah. <laughs> but we're getting back into it because, yes. Jade, you found this gem I on... We, we don't know if it's a gem yet, but well. it was on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. It looks right up, I think, oh, our alley, for, for sure. sure. What is this movie? So it's Werewolf by Night. It's uh, presented by Marvel Studios. It's only an hour long, so I think they call it a TV special. Um, but the premise is, on a dark and somber night, a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the foreboding Bloodstone Temple following the death of their leader and a strange and macabre memorial to the leader's life the attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic a hunt that will ultimately bring them face to face with the dangerous monster i'm really excited yeah. for this like it, it's directed by michael i'm gonna get his name wrong michael gichi giacciano i think is what his name is uh he's Gia- Gia- yeah <laughs> come on gia giacchino no Gia- giacchino yeah. Sure. No. We'll go with that. He's a composer, but he also is a writer, director. He has, through connecting to this episode, 
Uh, actually, one of the writers on She-Hulk, oddly enough. Oh, yeah, so interesting. Tied into the Marvel Universe there. Also, one of the writers who does the screenplay for this, uh, Heather Quinn, I believe her name is, mm, yes. has also done Hawkeye. And one more. I'm trying to find out what else she did here really quick in my notes. Uh, but I think Hell or High Water, I think is another one she's yes. done. But she she's also tied into the Marvel Universe there yeah. with Hawkeye. And then, of course, we have... Well-known cast, I would say, fairly well-known. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more by sight than by name. So here, I'm not going to butcher his his name. What is what is Gael Garcia Garcia Bernal? There we go. Who has been in things like Motorcycle Diaries, Mozart in the Jungle, and Itumamba Tambien? Itumama Tambien. There we go. Yes, <laughs> which is like I feel like every person who enjoys film has to watch that yes. film at least once in their life. And then Laura uh, Donnelly who is in The Nevers, which mm-hmm. not, I recommend this. Like, yeah. you recommend, we love show. The Nevers. Uh, when's yeah. it coming back? Uh, who knows? It's HBO. It's HBO, God, so it's like... HBO. Well, and now, now that it's owned by Discovery, so who knows? God, yeah. And then, of course, for those who watch Outlander, she was also an Outlander. Yeah, she's yeah. his sister. So there you go. Uh, so we're really excited, I think, to watch that. It's uh, all in black and white, it seems, or most of it is in black and white, yeah. which I always can get into. So Yeah, and it's kind of that like old school looks like special effects. Like It doesn't seem like there's a lot of CGI in this. Love that. So I'm excited for that as well. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it for us. We need to kind of go along on some of the other parts. So uh, where can folks find us between now and next week? So you guys can follow us on our socials. You're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Our Taste is Trash. You can also find us on our website, OurTasteIsTrash.com. Great. And so come back next week. We are going to review Werewolf by Night. And if you have Disney+, Plus, you can go ahead and watch that and let us know what you think. Yeah. See you next week. To get ourselves a treat.